Let's talk now about the B.C. government bringing the hammer down here on municipalities, forcing them to build more housing, densify neighborhoods. Now, this includes the multiplex plan. This would allow up to six homes to be built on a single-family lot. So tear down those detached houses Build six condos on that lot instead. Now, we need more housing. Nobody can deny that. But this is supposed to be municipal jurisdiction, right? Municipal governments are responsible for community planning and zoning. Have a listen to... Now we got a backlash going on here against this. But have a listen to the housing minister here, Ravi Kalon here. Here he is talking about why the province is doing this, why they're bringing the hammer down to municipalities here. Have a listen. The targets for each municipality has been set, meaning more homes will be built soon for people in communities that they love. These housing targets put forward by the province mark a 30% increase in overall housing to be built in these communities compared to what's been previously planned. Yeah, you municipalities, get going here. We want you to build 30% more housing than what you were planning. I had Kalon on the show here the other day, and I, I told him about some of the backlash he's, we're getting from municipalities on this, some of them not happy. And I asked him, why is the province doing this? Here's what he told me. Have a listen. The reality we're dealing with is we've got people right now, young people, uh, working full-time jobs, living in RVs, uh, living in encampments because they can't find places to live. Okay, yeah, we, we got a housing crisis. We need more housing. This is why they're doing it. But now you got this backlash going on here. Did you see this, uh, an editorial in today's Vancouver Sun? And it says these are one-size-fits-all regulations that in neighborhoods that are already congested or have heritage assets or already have affordable rental buildings. This is a blunt policy by the province here. This is Mike Harcourt wrote this in The Sun today, the former NDP premier. <laughs> I wonder what David Eby thinks of that. Thanks a lot, Mike. Let's discuss this now with my guest, Michael Pratt. Michael is a city councillor with the township of Langley. Hey, Michael, thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. So I know you've got concerns about this, right? Tell me your concerns here about what the province is doing. Yeah, and I think I should preface it by saying I'm a, I'm a mid-20s renter who has no prospect of ever owning a home in this, the town he grew up in. So I, I don't mm. really have a vested interest in, in seeing housing not built. In fact, in the first year uh, I've been on council, I've approved um, with my council colleagues over 6,000 units of housing, the vast majority being the missing middle type that the province is looking for. I think the challenge is, is that uh, we have some municipalities who have access to uh, rapid transit. We have some municipalities where their schools are emptying to the point where they're talking about closing them. Um, and they have a lot of infill potential. And then there's other municipalities out maybe further away than most people are used to, to thinking about. A lot of people who don't make it east of Boundary Road might not ever uh, think of the township of Langley. But we have thousands of acres of greenfield land left where we still need to build new schools, where we need to identify where the detention ponds and the parks are going to go. And we have plans for that. And we have an idea of what that's going to cost. And we have 
uh, a long range vision for the kind of community that we thought we were going to be building. And it is just a challenge to, to be lumped in with a lot of other municipalities that haven't been meeting housing targets, that haven't been approving the housing that we need. And so it is a challenge for us. Yeah. So what would be the impact of that the government sort of doing the, what they're doing here, sort of bringing a hammer down and, and forcing municipalities to densify? So in some of those areas, Councillor, where you're just describing there, what would be the impact if suddenly the province is saying, like, hang on a second here, you have to allow, uh, you know, six plexes, four plexes on these yeah. lots? What would be the impact there on your plans? So it, it's a it's a two pronged approach, really, when you're talking about the township, because we do have some older neighborhoods that are uh, single family that are the types of neighborhoods that the province might be looking at and saying, hey, they're not uh, they're not dense enough or they're not changing quickly enough. And that's a different conversation. The, the uptake in building fourplexes and sixplexes in those types of neighborhoods in other jurisdictions where they brought in these policies hasn't really uh, amounted to a whole lot. And I think in Oregon, uh, the city of Portland only had a few hundred built in the three years since the policy has been approved. So yeah. that's one piece. The other piece that really has a, a profound impact on uh, the greenfield municipalities. So municipalities like the township, like the city of Surrey, Maple Ridge or Coquitlam, these places that are still building in, in newer subdivisions. We just approved after about a decade long planning, planning process, uh, three neighborhood plans in the Brookswood Fernridge area. Those are in South Langley. And we planned for approximately 15,000 units of housing, about 47,000 people. Mix of housing from small lot, single family to townhouse, row house, all the way up to apartments and, and mixed use communities. And the challenge now is the school projections that we made for that and other services, community police officers, uh, fire halls, parks, all those different important pieces. We, we projected based on 47,000 people. Now, if we took all of the single family lots that uh, were proposed as part of the plan, that population skyrockets to over 100,000 people. We know wow. developers will develop and builders will build. And so if we approve a single family subdivision for 20 lots, and all of a sudden now they have the ability to build four units on each lot, that seriously impacts our projections. Now, that might be the, the intention of the province. And I think that it's another conversation that we have to have around, okay, what sort of community are we building? But that's the impact that these plans have had on the financial projections of a municipality like ours that I don't think the province really has come to terms with. And I don't think that they know exactly what's the impact they're going to have on municipalities like ours. Yeah, boy, I think that's a really clear illustration of the, the, the challenge here, that you have municipalities who put a lot of time and effort into, into community planning. And now suddenly you got the province saying, oh, hang on. No, no, no. We're going to tell you what to do here. You're going to put a lot more housing in here, a lot more people. So would you say sort of bottom line is that there's not enough like, infrastructure in these in these areas? Like you mentioned, are there, is there adequate fire protection? Are there enough schools? Uh, is the sewage system up to capacity? Is there enough parking on the streets? Is that one of the problems? There's There's just not enough infrastructure here to handle all these people? That's definitely a part of it. And and some of that yeah. infrastructure, right, it, it, it's in the municipal jurisdiction. That's a problem that we have to figure out how to solve. And it'd be nice if we had some proactive discussions with the province around, hey, we're going to expect you to do this, but we're also going to come to the table with some funding to help. I think a bigger mm -hmm. challenge for us and, you know, the township of Langley between 2016 and 2021, we grew by 13 percent. We were the second fastest growing city in the province. 
Um, you know, in the last couple of years of that time frame, while Vancouver was shrinking, Langley Township was still growing. And so we deal with different problems. We have school sites that the township has acquired that have been sitting empty for years because the province hasn't come to the table and built them. And so we're continuously being asked to approve housing that we badly need and the type of housing that families can afford. But we are building it and people are moving in and they're looking at across the street at a vacant school site that should have been built already. Yeah, I won't belabor the part about, you know, our healthcare system. That's the challenge that other many different generations of governments have faced. And I don't want to needlessly antagonize anybody, but there are these challenges that are pretty unique to communities like ours. And there's there's solutions that there, there could be that are not necessarily the, the most, I'll say, flashy, but they would be really, really useful at delivering a lot of housing that I just don't yeah. think that uh, upper levels of government are really entertaining right now. Yeah. Speaking to Langley Township Councillor Michael Pratt, talking about the B.C. government's housing plan here, forcing municipalities to densify these neighborhoods. I had David Eby on the show here uh, a while back. We talked about these issues, Michael, and one of the things I told him was I'm hearing from councillors who are saying, you know, even one of the basic challenges here is if you densify like this, are you going to have Carmageddon? Are you going to have people just battling it out, trying to find places places to park. Like, where is everyone going to park if you densify like this? His answer was quite interesting. I want to play it here for you to get, get your thoughts. So this is David Eby speaking to me on a recent show. I asked him, where are people going to park? Here's what he said. And we need to respond to this housing crisis proportionally. It's serious for families out there. And I know sometimes it's a pain to look for parking for a little bit longer. But to compare that to the, the strain and stress of families that, and individuals who just can't find a place to live, um, I think right. we need to just refocus. Yeah, we just need to refocus here. And if it's going to be a pain in the butt to find a place to park, well, you'll just have to live with that. You know, maybe there, if you have to drive your kid to a school mm-hmm. farther away from your home because the local school is, is full up, I guess that's something you'll just have to deal with too. We We got a housing crisis here going on. Michael, what do you think of that? We, we absolutely do have a housing crisis, but if you ever come out to the township, you'll recognize that we've also got a public transportation crisis. Um, mm. the, the reality is, is that for myself, I'm getting downtown for to do my master's thesis at uh, SFU, and it takes me about two, two hours just to get on the bus and then the train to get down there. So if we're asking people to uh, live in, in neighborhoods like this, where, yeah, parking is going to be a premium and it's going to be a ch- challenge to find parking. Well, it's easy enough in Vancouver or in Burnaby or in Richmond or in these places where transit's actually accessible and reliable to, to say, maybe we should cut down to one car per household. But the fact of the matter is out here in the township, we haven't seen the investment needed in transit yet in order to justify to the people that we're asking to live in these neighborhoods to only go down to one vehicle per household or two vehicles per household. It's, it's simply not practical right now. Yeah. And I know that there's the chicken and the egg conversation but again, if the province is asking us to make these very drastic changes that you could argue are good or bad, and I think that we all recognize we're in a housing crisis, I want to fix this crisis as much as possible. But if we're going to ask the uh, municipalities to make these big changes, then the province has got to come to the table with big dollars. Michael, thank you for coming on with your thoughts on this today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Mike.